Good evening and Shavua Tov. Hope all of you are doing well and had a beautiful Shabbos. Um, tonight we're going to be learning Maseches Psachim Daf Samach Beis. And Emir Tashem will uh, get to the bottom of Samach Beis, Amud Beis, just this one blot. And we'll catch up on the rest um, on both Sunday night, Emir Tashem, and Monday night. We'll even out within the next couple of days. It just uh, wasn't able to prepare much more. So uh, vacation schedules can be tough. It's been about 17 years uh, since my, my grandfather, Abe Rice, passed away. I have a child uh, named after him. My son, Yaakov, is Yaakov Abraham. And I wanted to, um, uh, to dedicate tonight's learning in memory of my, my Zaidi, uh, Abram Ben Yitzchak. He grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, and uh, lived out the rest of his life here in Chicago in my parents' house. Um, and uh, the truth is that uh, it was as a child, not as a grandchild, but as a child of my parents, it was, it was watching models of Kibbut Ava'im, uh, a remarkably powerful episode of my childhood were those, were those many years of the silent support that my parents gave to my Zaidi. Um, and of course, we miss him and think about him regularly and fondly recall some of his uh, Pesach antics and, and uh, phrases and tunes and tones, and it was really a special time. Um, and um, just wanted to dedicate our learning tonight in his memory. We're going to get started on the bottom of Daf Samach Aleph on the base, about six lines from the bottom. But in order to have a little bit of context, we actually need to look at the very top line of Samach Aleph on the base, and then we'll come right back down to the bottom. The case that we will be discussing for tonight is the case that reads at the top as follows. If a person does the Korban Pesach for the sake of uh, Mila. So when it comes to the first of the four Avodos of Hakrava, when it comes to the actual Shechita, the kavana of the of the of the shochet was for nimolin those who had a bris mila they were gemalt. However, when it came to the zrika, he was thinking about the arelim. He was thinking about someone who still had an orla and was therefore ineligible for the korban pesach. In light of that, there was a machlokas as to what the status was of the korban. And if you read on the second line of Samach Aleph Mubez, we saw Rabchiza Amar. Puzzle, and Rabba Amar Kasher, and what was the reason why they had this machlokas? The next line of Chizda Amar Pasol, Yesh Machsheves Arelim Zrika. Rabba Amar Kasher, Ein Machsheves Arelim Zrika. The question was when there's a machshava in that last phase, in the fourth avoda of Hakrava of Zrika, the actual Zrika Saddam. So, how does that impact the quality of the korban? That was subject to the machlokas there. So what we're going to do now is ask a question on that uh, from the bottom and reject this answer altogether and just pivot into an entirely different direction. So the Gemara says six lines from the bottom on Samach Aleph on the base, asking a question on this whole mahalak. We learned a whole brisa, and we're going to question from that brisa uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, the Gemara's willingness to accept this uh, this recommendation that we're only talking about the mindset of Zrika. So it says the Gemara as follows, six lines from the bottom, Samach Aleph Omebez. Maski Floravashi, Mimai Dahai Vichol Orel Kula Mashma. How do you know that in the Brisa that we just learned, it quoted this Pasuk of Vichol Orel, how do you know that that's talking about Kula Mashma, that the only P'sul is when it's when the Korban's only brought for our Raylim, Kula Mashma, there's no people who are Nemo, when the Shochet is thinking about how to bring the Korban Pesach, He's not thinking about anyone other than people who are aware of it. How do you know that that's pshat? Maybe, maybe it means to exclude anyone, even if there's only one person that the shochet is thinking about. 
that the Kohen is thinking about in regards to Psachim. So maybe, so how, how do we know that that's the case? The Pshat should be that the Psul is only when it's uh, partial and not when it's only everyone and not partial. Answers the Gemara, Kasav Zos, Kasav Rachmana Zos, Rachmana, the Torah writes the word Zos, until there is a, a full uh, until all of the participants that the shochet is thinking about, until all of them are arelim, so then lo pasla. But what do we see here in this uh, in this drasha? Loshna b'shchita veloshna b'zrika. Here we see that there's no distinction between shchita and zrika. So if that's the case, that there's no distinction between shchita and zrika, then there should also be no possibility for a machlokas between Rav Chizda and Rabbah, because everyone has to agree. Everyone has to agree, like the last line of this page says, Loshna Beshrita, Loshna Bezrika. You can't make the distinctions of Yesh Machshebes Bezrika and Ein Machshebes Bezrika. It's the same din by Shrita as there is, is a Zrika. So, therefore, the Gemara entirely rejects the first approach that we learned together on Thursday night and pivots on the last line of Samach Aleph, Samach Aleph Bez, to another possibility. Says the Gemara, Elo Amar Ravashi. Ravashi says no. They're arguing about something totally different. Says the Gemara, bottom line, what are they arguing about? They're arguing about They're arguing about the following Pasuk. The Pasuk reads, So the Pasuk says that uh, that you do the Ritsui, you're going to bring the Hakrava for the sake of someone who needs a Kapar. So what's the Drasha? It says in the Gemara, second line, Alav below al it only applies to you and not on your friend. How do Rabbah and Rav understand that? So it says the Gemara, Rabbah Savar Chavero Dumya Didei. It has to be a friend who's similar to you. Mahu Debar Kapara. Avchavero Debar Kapara. You and your friend, when you're on a level playing field, I can give you Kapara if you're like me. However, however, it says, um, But if I have in mind an RL who's not like me, I can't give him kapara because he's not like me. And because this is a nuance and because I can't give him kapara. So even if I think about him, he's not a bar kapara. So he's not a psul. So therefore says the Gemara in the name of Rabbah, kosher. That's why in the Machlokas, in the top of Samach Aleph and Mibbez, when the whole case was presented, Rabbah was lenient because he's looking at this Pasuk and he says, Allah of Dumya Didei, but this guy's not domet to me. An Aurel is not domet to a Nemo. Totally not shaykh to Korban Pesach. And because he's not shaykh to Korban Pesach, says Rabbah, so therefore, even if the Kohen has in mind during the Zrika about this Arel, not relevant, doesn't make any difference at all. And that's why he says kosher. However, Verachizda so far five lines down, Hai Arel Nami, no, Kevan de Barchi Yuvahu Barkaparahu, Alam de Shalain. This person is an Arel. Granted, he's a Yid. But he has an orla. He's he's still a barchiyuva. He's still obligated in brismila as a mole. The first bris I ever did on an adult was a 35-year-old man. Unbelievable story. His father was a self-hating Jew. He refused to get his kids circumcised. When the father died, the son, 35 years old, scheduled his brismila. What a schus. What a tremendous chus. He did the mitzvah at 35. He's a bar chiyuva. So says Rav Chizda, I don't agree with you. If he's a bar chiyuva, then he's also a bar kapara. I know he has an orla. I got it. But the fact that he could have gotten a, gris, a bris, that, that, that's enough. And here's the line. Ho'il, and we're back to the concept of ho'il. Remember what ho'il is. Ho'il is a theoretical construct. Because you could have done X, we therefore assume you've done X. Ho'il, says the Gemara. Ho'il de'ibai, misake nafshe, since 
he could have gotten a bris. So therefore, he should get kapara too. And because he's eligible to get kapara, so when you have in mind that the RL should get kapara, but but he still has a flaw that he's an RL, so therefore ruins the korban. It's no longer kosher, it's possible. So that's the machlokes, Rabban Rav Chizda. Says the Gemara, hey, wait a second. Did you just say that Rav Chizda holds of Hoel? He holds of the theoretical that even though he's an RL right now, but because he could get a bris, therefore we, we assume he's a bar kapara. Really? Umi isle the Rav Chizda Hoel. Is that true? We learned this sugya already. Remember the story about cooking from, from Yantif to Shabbos. We said that it's mutter to cook. Why? Because hoel that uh, maybe guests will come. So it says the Gemara as follows. If a person's cooking from Yom Tov to the weekday, let's say it's only one day. You live in Eretz Yisrael. You're cooking on, uh, on Shavuos. You're cooking on the, the last day of Pesach. And you're cooking for the next day. So if you cook from Yom Tov to Chol, Rav Chizda Omar, Loke, uh, he says you get Malkos. Rabba Omar, Eino Loke. Rabba says you're not allowed to do, you're, you're, going, you're going to get Malkos. So that's a big machlokas in the, in the Amorite. What's the svara of each of them? And then we'll see where our, where our conflict is. Rabba Omar, Eino Loke. Amrinan, Hoel vi'imi kloile orchem chazile. Since here's our key word, Hoel. Since we know that i uh, that imi kloile orchem that had guests shown up, that the food would have been fine for them. They may never show up, but Hoel, since they could show up, so therefore the cooking that I do late in the afternoon on Yontif, the last day of Pesach, so Hoel that. Uh, maybe they'll come. So then, hashtanami chazilei velo lucky. And because of that, even though they didn't show up, but my cooking had a had a loophole in it. It had a hole in it. So therefore, uh, low lucky. However, Rav Chizda Amar Loke. Why does Rav Chizda say that if you're ofe from Yom Tov to Chol that you get malkos? So then says the Gemara, Loke, uh, because lomrin hole. But but that's a contradiction because Rav Chizda just said. Uh, 30 seconds ago that we do hold of Hoel, that's why the that's why the RL is considered a bar kapara. But but you can't hold of Hoel over there and not hold of Hoel over here. Pick one. You either hold of the principle of Hoel. You all you either allow for these types of loopholes in, in halacha or you don't. But you can't pick and choose. There has to be a consistency. So says the Gemara, don't worry. Everything is going to be okay. And here's how the Gemara is going to answer this. Actually, let me first finish out the question. Bishlama, de Rabba, de Rabba. You're right. It's the same two Bale Plugta. It's Rabba and Rechizda. So it's really a double question. Because Rabba, in our case, did not hold of Hoel. And Rechizda did. And in the case of Yantif, Rabba did hold of Hoel. And Rechizda did in opposite Chitas. So Bishlama, I could, I could explain away Rabba. Here in our case, when we talk about the bris milah, so it's mechusar ma'isa. He, he's lacking something that needs to be done. In that case, he's like, it's mechusar ma'isa. You have an action to do and you didn't do it. There's no hoil. You can't use hoil when you need a bris. Go get a bris. And until you get a bris, we treat you like you don't have a bris. You're a total aro. You're not a bar kapara. However, Says the Gemara Hasam over there by Yontif, de Lomachusar Maisa. There, you're Lomachusar Maisa, and there we do say Hoel. You're not, there's not Machusar Maisa. It's just a question of your mindset when you're cooking. So that's not called Machusar Maisa. There's no bris to be done. You're, you're cooking, there's no bris to be done. Everything's fine. But by the person who's an RL, there's a bris to be done, and therefore you cannot use Hoel. Fine.
However, it's difficult to understand the sheet of Rav Chizda. Why would Rav Chizda say Hoel by the case of Brismila, but not say Hoel in the case of Yikloyle Orchim by, by Yomtiv? So answers the Gemara, Omar, Amre, they said, When does Rav Chizda use the principle of Hoel? That's only true um, sorry, when does he not use Hoel? That's only when it's Lakula. However, Lechumra, when it comes to astringency, he does. Good. So now we've answered our question. We asked a question at the top of Samach Aleph from base. What was the Machlokas about in regards to the mindset of the Shulchet on Pesach, where he starts out with the mindset of uh, uh, being eligible for Nimo, for someone who's circumcised. Masha'in came by the Zrika he has in mind to get Kapara for an Aurel. What's the Machlokas about? In short, the Gemara answers on the top of Samach Beis and Aleph and Amad later that the Machlokas is about how to understand the Pasuk of Anir Tzalol Lechaper Alav and Chaveru Dum Yididei and how do we look at an Aurel? Do we say Ho'el about, about an Aurel? Do we not say a, a Ho'el about an Aurel? And that explains the Machlokas. Now, yesterday, in our first approach, we looked at a lengthy, detailed brysa, and today we're going to ask a couple of questions in a row on that brysa, um, and then we'll learn uh, one brief agarata, uh, and then we will actually wrap up for the day, so not, not too much longer to go for tonight. Here we go. We're about a third of the way down in Samach Beis Meral. Says the Gemara, Omar lei marzutra berei de rab mori de ravina. So they say to Ravina as follows, I don't understand. Tani, we learned in a brisa yesterday, on, on Thursday actually, since Orla is a psul in the Korban Pesach in general, and Tuma, when there's an impurity, what's the impurity on? That's what the Gemara is going to speak about now. And Tuma is also posel, so then we should assume the following. Just like, as we've said already, that if only partial, a small number of people are considered puzzle, we don't treat all of those people as puzzle as it relates to Korban Pesach, says the Gemara, af orla, the same is true in regards to orla, lo asa mixas orla, kechol orla. We don't assume that there, if there's five arelim and there's five nimolim, we don't assume all of them are arelim. The, the, the arelim cannot eat the Korban Pesach and the nimolim can. So says the Gemara, when you compare orla to tuma, what type of tuma are you talking about? Asks the Gemara halfway down Samach Beis Meral. Hi tuma, hechidami. What tuma are we talking about? If we're talking about people, it's the people who are tummy. So then, then I don't understand what you're what you mean when you say that some people are tummy and some people are not. The You got four guys who are perfectly tummy. Four guys who are perfectly tahor. <coughs> Excuse me. The guys who are tummy are not going to make the guys who are tahorin. Tameh, they can still, the guys who are Tahoran can still eat, no problem at all. That's fine. But but if that's true, then I don't need the whole comparison. Hello, Pasle. We don't assume that our Raylim are going to make any mold in Tameh. We said in the in the Mishnah earlier that if you have Nimolin and if you have Arelim, 
that they don't puzzle one another. So the Gemara's question is, why does the Brisa have to compare Orla to Tuma? Both cases are obvious. So says the Gemara, why is it that when it comes to Tuma, it's so obvious that if you have five Tummy guys and five Tahor guys, that they don't ruin one another? What are you so confused about? It should be the same exact thing. The guys who are Tame are not going to be Metame, the Tahorin, and the guys who are Arelim are not going to poison the well with the guys who are Nivolim. We're going to you're going to make them into into Arelim? <laughs> They're circumcised already. What, what is the suffix of the Gemara? So therefore, the Gemara says it can't be that when we're comparing Orla to Tuma and the Brisa, that they're talking about Gavre, that they're talking about people. Ella says the Gemara two-thirds of the way down. Ella betumas basar. Ah, the Brisa is comparing Orla to a case of Basar that's Tamehauso, says the Gemara as follows. Says the Gemara, oh, lost my spot, sorry. Answers the Gemara, says the Gemara like this. Ella betumas basar. We're talking about tumas basar. Umay lo asaba mixas tuma kichol tuma. What did the Brisa then mean when it said that uh, it, that partial tuma is not like the whole tuma? So answers the Gemara. Deilu itmi chad mi evarim. If only one limb of the korban pesach became tame, so then hide itme sarfinan le. The one that became tame. That one will get ruined and burned. That one you can't eat. The ida and the other ones you can, uh, the other ones that you'd be able to eat, no problem. So the Meforshim here are very bothered by this. The whole Korban Pesach is cooked on a spit, basically. It's all cooked in one in one unit. So what do you mean that only one part of it became tame? How is that possible? The whole thing is connected. So some of the Meforshim explained that the reason why this isn't a problematic question is because we learned a couple of days ago that the Korban Pesach was cooked mekulas. They would take some of the innards, some of the chalavim, and wrap it around the head of the animal as it was on the spit. So it's possible that those chalavim would have become tameh, but the rest of the body would have been tahor. Under those cases, we would have burned the chalav, that's sarfinon, but the rest of the animal was achlinon. But anyways, that's how the Gemara explains that when the Brayasa compares orla to tuma. The Brisa didn't wasn't talking about a case of tuma of a of a gever of a human being. That's Pasha. That that's obvious. We didn't have a suffix about orla in that regard. It was talking about tumas basa. Okay, fine. So, so then asks the Gemara four fifths of the way down, about fifteen lines up. All right. Well, l- let's see if this stands up to the test of logic. Says the Gemara as follows: What did we just say that this part of the Brisa was about? We said it was betumas basa. Well, if the Rasha is talking about that, then I don't understand the Seifa. Says the Gemara, Ema Seifa, Danin, Davar She'enu Noheg B'chol Hazvachim, Vidavar She'enu Noheg B'chol Hazvachim, Ve'al Yochiach Zman She'enoheg B'chol Hazvachim. We said in the Brisa at the end that the only things you can compare are things that are congruent, things that are on a level playing field. But if you have cases of things that are so then you can only draw from other things that are so we precluded Zman from that time. It says the Gemara, I don't understand. In the Seifa, what was the Seifa? We know what the Reisha is talking about. We said the Reisha can't be talking about Kavra. It has to be talking about Basar. But if the Seifa is talking about Basar, we have a problem. Inema Tumas Basar, if you say that the Seifa is talking about Tumas Basar, what are you talking about? 
If an animal's tummy, of course that applies across the boards. It's not a din in Hilchos Pesach. Any korban that's tummy has this rule. El Pshita must be that the Seifa, the Rish is talking about Basar, but it, it, it must be that the Seifa is talking about Ella, says the Gemara, El Pshita Batumas Gavre. Oh, it must be talking about Tumas Gavre. And if that's the case, if the Seifa is talking about that, then how do we understand the price? What does it mean? That it's not knowing b'chol azvachim answers the Gemara about Tumas Gavre in the following way: Diu b'chol azvachim, orel v'tamei mishalchin korbanos sehen. With most korbanos, if you have an orel and if you have a tamei, they can still be the bilam of a korban. However, the ilu b'pesach orel v'tamei ein mishalchin pischehem. Oh, so the Gemara answers clear. The ratio of the Brisa is talking about Tumas Basar, and the Seifa of the Brisa is talking about Tumas Gavre. So asks the Gemara, the, answer, the question should pop off the page, and asks the Gemara, Reisha betumas basar, the seifa betumas gavre? What are you talking about? The Reisha and seifa, when it says tuma, without any qualifications, the Reisha's tuma means means animal, the animal became tummy, and the seifa is talking about people who became tummy. <laughs> it's the same price, so why would you say that? Answers the Gemara, Amar Lei, um, in. Yeah, what's the problem? There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely true. Shame Tuma Kaparach. It's just talking about different types of Tuma. You're bothered by the fact that it's not qualified by Tuma's Basar or Tuma's Gabri. That's your problem. Yes, the Mishnah's talking about two different cases. Crazier things have happened. But then the Gemara posits another answer. Six, seven lines from the bottom. Or we could give another answer. Seifa. The Seifa Nami Tuma's Basar. It's also talking about Tuma's Basar. I, but we asked earlier, but Tuma's Basar doesn't apply when it's talking, Tumas Basar applies, excuse me, to all korbanos, not just by Pesachim. Oh, so then, what, where do we find the uniqueness of Tumas Basar? Because it has to be unique to Korban Pesach. Otherwise, it shouldn't be brought. It would apply across the boards. And that's something that's that's Nohig across the boards. So then answers the Gemara, the last of the short lines, the Ilu Bechol Hazvachim, in regards to most korbanos, says the Gemara as follows. The Ilu Bechol Hazvachim, Bein Shinit Machilev, Ubasar Kayam, if the chaleb became tameh, but the flesh was totally fine, the flesh, the animal itself was tahor, bein shenit basar, or if the flesh became tameh, v'nit v'chalev kayam, and the chaleb was 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 still tahor, so then zorek es adam. If there's only one or the other, you're good. You can still be zorek es adam. The ilu b'pesach, however, that's true by regular zvachim. But when it comes to korban pesach, there is a uniqueness by tumas basar. This is what we were missing before. We were missing this uniqueness of tumas basar. What is it? Ilu b'pesach nit machelev ubasar kayam zorek. Let make sure I'm in the right place here. Yep, the ilu b'pesach nit machelev ubasar kayam zorek es adam. That if you have the chelev. Uh, which was Tame and the Basar, which was Kaim, you do Zrika, but Nitma Basar, Vachel of Kaim, Enozorik Esadam, by Korban Pesach, were more strict that if the Korban Pesach becomes Tame, that's problematic. Oh, so good. So now we have these two answers. Says the Gemara, still, I have another question for you. Bemayu Kimta, what is it that you were trying? Bemayu Kimta is like the introduction to a question whenever you see it. Oh, you tried to say X, let's check that out. That's what Bemayu Kimta typically means. So Bemayu Kimta, how did you just explain the brisa to say it was betumas basar? So if the ratio is betumas basar, then I have another part of the of the brisa that I don't understand as it relates to your understanding of the ratio. Says the Gemara, 
We have another part of the Brisa which says, You can only talk about things that have a similar level of heter. However, we see in this uh, aspect of the Brisa that Tuma has to be similar to the other things. But Tuma does have a heter because we know that Tuma is Hutrabitsibor. Tuma Hutrabitsibor is a din that when everyone is Tame, you can still, under certain specified circumstances, you can still uh, benefit from a uh, from a korban. Fine. So says the Gemara, Bimai. What was the case of Tuma in that case? And we're about to turn to the top of Samach Beis Mivei, says the Gemara. Ilema, if you want to say that the, te- that the Seifa is talking about the Tumas Basar, but then Hecha Hutra. Um, then where is the where is the heter here? That, that doesn't make any sense. You can't say that it's betumas basar because betumas basar. When the Gemara says that there's tuma hutra betzibor, that's not when the basar's tame. That's when people are tame. So we say tuma hutra betzibor. Okay, you're tame. What can we do? Nebuch your tame. But it's never about the basar. That for sure doesn't make any sense. So therefore, this line which says that you can't learn from tuma must be talking about something else. Says the Gemara lepshit betumas gavre the hecha hutra. So we have a case. We, we know the Tuma Sutra Bitsibur. So that's what, what, what this aspect of the of the Brisa must mean. It's talking about Gabre. So it says the Gemara, the same question that I asked before, Samach Bezim Base, three lines down. Resha Bitumas Basar, Seifa Bitumas Gavre. So you mean to tell me that we asked this question before. I don't know why the Gemara is so bothered by it again, but it's the same question yet again. So you're saying the earlier parts of the Brisa were talking about. We're talking about Tumas Basar. And this thing about Tumas Hutra B'tzibur is only talking about Tumas Gavre. The Seifa, Seifa Tumas Gavre, so says the Gemara, in, shame Tuma Kaparach. We're talking about various forms of Tuma. What are you so worked up about? Nothing wrong, totally fine. Yibay Seima, Kula B'tumas Basar. Really, everything is talking about Tumas Basar. But how can everything be talking about Tumas Basar? Because we just pointed out that the concept of Tumas Hutra B'tzibur doesn't apply to meat that's Tameh. You can't eat meat that's Tameh. It can only apply to people who are Tameh, not meat that is Tameh. So then says the Gemara, Beheicha Hutra B'tumas Pesach. Where do we have a heter of a Korban Pesach that's Tameh? Answers the Gemara that's not we taka do have a leniency of basar tmeya. Where is it? Pesach haba betuma nechal betuma shelo bamitchilasu elulachilo. If the korban pesach's tamei and the people are tamei, no problem. Oh, it's a crazy kula, but that does explain how it could be that this brisa is through and through speaking about tumas basar. Good. So the Gemara asks a side question, and then we'll get to uh, a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a related um, agarata. Says the Gemara, seven lines down or so on Samach Bezim at Bez. Masi Rabhuna Bered Rav Yoshua, Ha Pesach Sha'avrashnasovish Ushchato Bismano Lishmo. If you have a Korban Pesach, Korban Pesach has to be under a year old. Um, so if if you shecht that, let's see the parameters. It's Avrashnaso, Vishakto Bismano, you shechted it on Yudalid, but it's the animal's too old to be shechted. And it was done Lishmo for the sake of the Korban Pesach. Vichain. And similarly, another case, which is going to have the same machlokes on it, you have a korban that was already dedicated for another purpose, but you decided to take that korban Pesach, which was already dedicated for another purpose, and you chose to make it for a Pesachim. So then, what's the case here? These two cases, Rabbi Eliezer Posel, Rabbi Yoshua Machshir. 
And in the second case, we're going to ask on this time off, what's the reason why they were problematic? Because in actually not the second case, in both cases, Bismano, because both of them were done on Yudalad Nisan. However, makes the Gemara Adiyuk as follows, Hashalob Bismano Kasher. Maybe if it was Shalob Bismano, maybe if it was on Yud Nisan, it would have been Kasher. That's the Gemara's question, Adiyuk. Be'amai, why should that be true? We should say, well, if it's going to be Pasal Bismano, all the more so it should be Pasal when it's Shalob Bismano. That's a kosher king. So the diuk is a little weird. The diuk sounds like it's going backwards a little bit. You don't make a diuk that, 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 is a, that makes for a strange scenario. You can't say that if you did it on the right time and it was Pasal, then on the wrong time it should be kosher. That's backwards thinking. So the Gemara is bothered by that. Then says the Gemara, no, the Diuk is actually correct. But it's correct not for logical reasons. It's correct because there's a Pasuk. What's the Pasuk? And why is it that we say that Bismano, it's not kosher, and Shalob Bismano, it is kosher? Because of the following Pasuk. Uh, this is the diuk, and it's a, a subtle nuance here. So the Gemara, the Gemara's diuk is as follows: Who behavia? So as it should be, lohu the shumacherim. It should not be when it's done for others. Veloacherim lishmo, and a korban that's made for others should not be done for a korban pesach. Bismano shehu posel lishumacherim acherim su lishmo. When it's done bismano, where it's going to be puzzle, so then if you take a korban that's not meant for Pesach, so then acherim psulin lishmo, then it's going to cause a problem. It won't be a kosher korban Pesach. Shalob bismano shu kosher l'shum acherim. When it was shalob bismano, taka would be kosher, which was our Gemara's question. It should be kosher for acherim for a non-korban Pesach korban acherim k'sherim lishmo. Very good. So the Gemara just answers, yes, the diuk is strange. It's correct. If something is not kosher bismano, it should all the more so not be kosher shalob bismano. But the Gemara answers, don't worry, we have a pasuk and a drasha to explain. Let's see a brief, actually, that's a little bit of a lengthy, I got it just toward the end of the page, but it is uh, interesting. Rav Simlai, Asa Lakamidir of Yochanan. Yochanan was a very, very early Amora. And Rav Simlai went over to ask him a Shiloh. Omar Lei said to Rav Yochanan, Nisnili Mar Sefer Yuchsin. As we know, we have been lacking uh, sorely some Sfarim that we don't even know that we're missing. One of them is referred to as Sefer Yuchsin. Now, Sefer Yuchsin, there are multiple um, Sfarim that were referred to as Sefer Yuchsin. One of them had to do. Uh, uh, unrelated to this one, which was a book uh, kind of like about our, our Yichus uh, of Klai. So this was a little different. This was specific to the Sefer Divrei Hayamim, as we will soon see. So he wanted to learn. It's kind of like a special limit. It wasn't taught in Yeshiva. And apparently it was only taught every seven years. It was only taught to certain Talmudim. It was a whole specific system. Anyways, says the Gemara, Rav Simlai said to Rav Yochanan, please teach me Sefer Yochsin. Omar Lei, Rav Yochanan said to Rav Simlai, Mehechan At, where are you from? Omar Lei, Milud, I'm from the city of Lud. Okay, that's where you were born. Behechan Mosavach. And where's your Mosavach? Tough and Shin and Aramaic are interchangeable. Where's your Moshav? Where do you live? What city do you live in? Where are you from? He says, I live right now, but Naharda. Omar Lay, Rav Yochanan says back to Rav Simlai, sorry, Aini Donin, we do not teach the book of Sefer Yuchsin. I don't teach the people who are from Lud. 
and I don't teach the people who are from Naharda. The culture came to Admi Lud and And you especially, you were born in Lud and you now live in Naharda. You have a double double knock against you. No chance. Not teaching you this. So Kafi, the artsy, he really really pushed him. Kafi, he tried to force him, the and he begged him. Omarle, Rav Yochanan said, and sorry, Rav Simloy said, Omarle, Nisnio Begimel Yarche. Just teach it to me in three months. I'm not going to be overly matriachy. Check out this response. Shokal kala pasakbe. And he uh, let out this uh, this boisterous laugh, uh, a mocking laugh. What happened? Omar Lay, Rav Yochanan says back to Rav Simloy. Uma Bruria, Bruria famously, Debisu de Rav Meir, who was the wife of Rav Meir. Birase, the daughter of Rav Yochanan ben Traju. This woman was a stellar, educated woman. And what happened here? By her, the Tanya, the Brysa writes, Tlas Mea Shmaitisa. She learned 300 statements, Biyoma, in a day. Migimel Mea Rabbevasa, from 300 different rabbis. And even with all of that learning, 300 statements a day. How long did it take her to learn? Forget you're asking in three months. She didn't finish it in three years. That's 300 a day. That's 1,000 approximately a year. You're talking about 3,000 Ikarim, 3,000 Yesodos from Sefer Yuchsim. You want to learn it in three months? You're, you're, you're speeding up the process by 12-fold. That's crazy. There's no way you're going to get that done. That's not happening. So basically, Rav Simloy understood at that point that he wasn't getting what he wanted. So then he just said, fine, let me just ask the Rav, the Shaila before, a Shaila before I leave. Yishakil Ba'azel, and he was about to turn and leave. Omar Le, he said to Rav Yochanan, Rebbe, Ma bein lishmo, vishalo lishmo. And between la'ochlav and shalom la'ochlav, we've already learned a number of times in Mishnayis and in Brisas, we've learned the distinction between that which is lishmo, which we've been defining as for the sake of the Korban Pesach, versus shalom lishmo, which we've been we've, which we've been defining as for the sake of a Korban Shlamim. And also, we said uh, he wants to know. Rav Simloy wants to know from from Rav Yochanan between la'ochlav and shalom la'ochlav. So Amar Le, Rav Yochanan says there's a whole bunch of distinctions. Amar Le, before we get to that, he gives him a little compliment. Because you are a Tzurba Meira Banan, because you are a Talmud Chacham, I'll give you an answer. you got to be of a certain stature to get an answer. So he says, When it comes to Lishmo and Shalom Lishmo, that's Psula Psula Begufo. When someone brings a Korban Lishmo or Shalom Lishmo, they do whichever one is wrong, and it's not always clear which one it is. It's not always Shalom Lishmo is wrong. But when, when you do make that error, it's Psula Begufo. However, but when your Kavan is who's going to eat the Korban Pesach, that's not a Psula Begufo. Ain Psula Begufo. Lishmo Vishalom Lishmo, another distinction. When it comes to your mindset of Sachem versus Shlamim, we can't tell. We, we have no way of telling. But we can find out what happened. Just ask who's shaykh to eat the food. We can find out. When it comes to the mindset of Psachim versus Shlamim, that applies to all four steps of the Hakrabah process of Shrita, of Kabbalah, of Hiluch, and of Zrika. However, when it comes to the mindset of those who are eligible to eat from the Korban Pesach, that doesn't apply. Another distinction, when it comes to the mindset of Pesach and Shlamim, this can also have an impact on a Tzibor Korban as well as a Yachid Korban. However, when it comes to the mindset of who's eligible to eat from the Pesachim, no, it's not correct. 
there we don't say such a distinction that it would apply like a tzibur, like it, with a korban tzibur, like it would with the yachid. So Ravashi just pushes, pushes back a little bit on this. He says, it's not really, you gave me four distinctions, it's not really four. Ravashi Omar, psulo begufo, those are the same things. When you say that there's a psul beguf, that there's something flawed in the character of the korban, that's that's the same thing as yef shalavari surah. How so? Because he says as follows, 10 lines, 7 lines from the bottom, maybe a little bit more, 9 lines from the bottom. Chadamilsi. Dimatam omar psulo begufo. What's the reason why there was a psul beguf? By Psachim and Shlemim, we don't know. We have no way of telling. So why did you say it's a Psol Begouf, says the Gemara? So really, there were three distinctions. So to summarize this part, and then we'll, we'll wrap up for the night. This is the mindset that Rav Simloy was asking. Rav Simloy wanted to know from Rav Yochanan, what are the major distinctions between the worlds of Psachim versus Shlemim? Versus Ochlav and Shalol Ochlav. Lishmo and Shalol Lishmo on one side, and the other side would be uh, Ochlav and Shalol Ochlav. He answered with four answers. Ravashi says it's not really four answers. Your answer, Absul Begufo and Ef Sharlavare Risuro, are the same exact thing. So we're going to stop here. We'll pick up Amir Tzashem tomorrow night. Amir Tzashem, if my flight's on time and lands on time, in person at 8.40 p.m. Chicago time, both live and on Zoom, and then post it afterwards, Amir Tzashem, to uh, the appropriate um, uh, online uh, resources. I hope you all have a beautiful night. And again, Yiratzon, uh, that, that the uh, neshama of my grandfather, Avram ben Yitzchak, should have an aliyah wishing you all a beautiful, beautiful night.